The world needs hope now more than ever. Welcome to the Exalted Podcast, where every week I will bring you messages of hope, health, and healing. I want you to be unapologetic about your faith, your success, your health, and the miracles that God is doing in your life. I am your host, Jen Beyer. My mission is to equip you in your faith so well that you are able to be a hope dealer in your communities while being as generous as possible with your time, your money, and the talents the Lord has blessed you with. This podcast is sponsored by Exalted Health, where we are ending the war on women hating their bodies. Welcome back to the Exalted Podcast, where every week I bring you stories of hope, health, and healing, and just God's goodness. And I am so excited to have my friend Michaela Marks here today. Michaela is a such a talented worship leader and singer, songwriter, and she has just released her first single completely on her own. Is that accurate, Michaela? Mostly accurate. I did have some help in releasing my single. Um, it actually is my second single, believe it oh, or not. It is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it we'll is. We'll have to talk yeah. about that one too. But thanks for being here today. I'm excited to have you. Thank you for having me. So take me back to the beginning when you decided to record the song and like what that looks like. So me having zero musical talent in any bone of my body, I want it. I want it. Don't have it yet. Don't have it yet. I'm still praying about that. Talk to me about this process for you. Yeah. So it really, um, it's been a dream of mine, honestly, my whole life. I've always just really connected with music from a young age. Um, and I would write music as a little kid. I dreamed of being the next Amy Grant. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you a, from so a musical I, family? Is your family musical? Yes, very. My mom was a worship leader, music major in college, and so was my dad. Got it. Very musical. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I grew up singing in church a lot, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the recording thing, for whatever reason, it just never really came to fruition until um, basically a couple years ago, I uh, met a really good friend who just so happens to have a recording studio in her basement. And yeah, come on, we were Jesus. just, <laughs> I know, right. Um, yeah. We were just talking about being artists and musicians and she just said, Hey, I would really love to help you record some of your songs. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get to writing. Just write. I had a lot of stuff that I'd written in the past, but I kind of wanted to just write something fresh and new. So yeah. I, yeah. What is your writing so process did. like? Oh, man. Um, the first single that I released actually was based on the lyrics were based on a poem that I had written back in, gosh, let me think, 2005. So I had this poem that I had had published in one of our college um, publications, and it always just really resonated with me. And I felt like I wasn't done with that, with sure. the words in it. So. <laughs> I kind of reworked it a little bit and turned it into a song called Linoleum Summer. Okay. And I was able to to release that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Released that one last, uh, I want to say last fall of 2020. Yep. Fall of 2020. Okay. So before we knew each other. Yeah. Long before. (laughs) So Linoleum Summer comes out and then this new one, Time Turns Slow, which I've never heard any worship song like it. I love it. Um, talk about that process. Yeah. So that one, I don't know if I would call it a worship song. Um, 
for these ones that I released with Anna, my friend Anna, who's did the recording for me, um, I kind of gave my, myself permission to just play with with yeah. stuff and not stick myself into like one genre or one type of music. Um, so for Time Turn Slow, I the song was really honestly inspired by my journey with motherhood. And I was one of the songs that I wrote the quickest. A lot of times my process is really, it takes me a long time, like months. And I, I put my songs together and the lyrics in bits and pieces. Um, sure. but this one came out really quickly and it was kind of just like a flow of, of emotion about motherhood. Yeah. And yeah, kind of just the juxtaposition of like, you love these little people so much. You're raising them to basically be on their own, to be their own, you know, yeah. to shine yeah, like little stars. And so, yeah, so that one is really just all about motherhood and learning to let go <laughs> and how hard it can be. Yeah. Yeah. So walk me through what the process looks like. Um, do you like block off time to do it? Do you wake up in the middle of the night with song lyrics in your head? Like, what does that look like for you? That creative process is so different for everyone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For me, I get a lot of, honestly, I get a lot of ideas in the shower. I think the, the (laughs) ambient noise of the water, there's something so prophetic about that. It's like the water running over you and like, you know, the Lord just speaking to you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's so calming. Um, so I get a lot of lyrics in there and then I'm like reciting them in my head so I can get to a pad of paper and my phone (laughs) to write them down. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was interesting. One, one song that I wrote that hasn't been released yet. I was really struggling with the second verse. I had had, I had like the chorus. I had the first verse. I even had, um, kind of like the bridge of the song all worked out. But I didn't have the second verse and I was just, I had such a creative block. And then oddly enough, my husband and I were on vacation in Jamaica and I was by the water, by the ocean and all the words came to me (laughs) right there. So that was kind of a fun moment. And I was like, oh, I guess I just have to be okay with my writing process being kind of all over the place and just trust the Lord that when it's the right time, he'll bring it to me. That's so good. I mean, even it's a lot of trust. Yeah. In the things that I write, it's like you want it done in the time that you've set aside to do it, but that's not always how the creative process works, right? Like sometimes it's downloads from the Lord. Sometimes it's being next to the ocean and just being out in nature and allowing ourselves to get quiet. So there's all, yeah, that's so good. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm still, I'm still learning, you know, like I said, this is kind of a great experiment for me and I'm learning what my creative process is like and being okay with things, you know, maybe moving a little slower than I would like them to. Um, yeah. And the process just looking different than other people's. That's the other thing too, is other creative people have such different processes. So we're all so different. Yeah. And, and especially in the stage of motherhood that you're in, when you have little kids, like you literally want time to turn slow and be present instead of being consumed with this creative process, which we know can take over every area of your life, right? Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so and go ahead. Oh, I, I don't know if I had told you this, but before I was 
was kind of moving into the worship leader stuff, I actually was studying opera music. Did I tell you that? You did. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. And that was a very like, talk about all consuming. I, I mean, I loved it, but in the world of opera, like you have to be ready to just give it your all. And it takes it literally, you just sacrifice your entire life to it. It feels like, um, and I watched a lot of my friends go through that and I, I had tried to kind of keep it up a little bit, um, especially with my first, after my first daughter was born and I was still kind of singing in operas in the Twin Cities and still auditioning for things. And once my second daughter came along, I just was like, I love this, but I can't sacrifice so much of my time and my mental energy to it anymore. I have to find a different way to be, to use my music and be creative where it's not taking all of this out of me. So I have nothing left for my family. Yeah. And I think that's such a testament to who you are is just having your priorities straight. And it doesn't mean giving up on a goal, but maybe it looks different. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. And there were plenty of people I knew that, that were able to do that and balance it. And for me, it was just, it just came to a point where I was like, okay, I have to make a choice here. So yeah, that's so good. Yeah. So then, okay. You've written the song. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Anna's studio. So tell me about that process. What does that look like? Yeah. So we did set aside, I want to say for probably a good solid six months or so, I was over there maybe once a week or every other week for a few hours at a time, um, working through the recording. That was really interesting learning how to sing into a microphone in a recording studio where literally all you hear is your own voice and like every tiny little breath that you take. It is so, I I was really overwhelmed by that and actually took me quite a long time to get used to that. And like, I, I even changed how I would sing and Anna would say, no, you need to just sing with your full voice and and stuff. I'm like, but it's just so like in my ear. I can't, (laughs) I can't handle it. So I had to learn how to do that. And Man, props to people who record a lot because it, it's hard. But I, I think I got it. the hang of it. And um, many hours later, um, yeah, that's yeah. Fun. And we we both kind of committed to not using any type of tone correction or pitch correction. So what you hear on the recording, pitch wise, is all my voice. So we made wow. sure that every pitch was just right. A lot of people, I guess, use. Uh, pitch adjusters when they're singing. And yeah, so that was, that was a challenge too, but we did it. I'm proud of us for doing that. (laughs) What was the reasoning behind that? Just out of curiosity. I think that's great. I'm just curious what the motivation was. Yeah. I think her philosophy is uh, just to get more of the raw vocals and, and also, you know, as an artist, like for me, it was important too. I think also from my classical music background, like I didn't want to just rely on a program to make my pitch right, I wanted to make sure that I was putting in the work to get the correct pitches and to have the right breath support for each note and and all that stuff. And so it really did help me be like a lot more uh, committed to the process, I think. Yeah. And I don't I don't know much part about the recording process, but as you're saying this and I'm reflecting back on the song, the song is like this raw, like hauntingly beautiful song so it seems very authentic and on brand that you didn't use anything to correct it well thank you that was 
yeah, that was definitely our hope was to kind of present that. And yeah, I didn't do, like I said, with the lyrics, they came pretty quickly for me with this song. Um, we, we switched around just a couple words just to make it make sense a little bit more, but otherwise we didn't do a whole lot of like editing or finagling of the lyrics. We kind of just left it in that raw emotional state. And honestly, it was hard for me to sing it for a while just to get through it. Cause it was, it just connected so deeply. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. I can yeah. Imagine. So what are you working yeah. on now? Right now I, that's a great question. I have one more song that I would like to release with Anna, um, with 68 studios is the name of her, her recording studio. Um, and so I think in January, February, we'll probably get back together. We have a lot of the, the music, done and I just want to re-record the vocals because there's some pitchy stuff going on there so we need to redo that sure um and then otherwise you know she and I both really enjoyed working together and so she wants to record some some more music at some point so I think I'm thinking and praying about what that next step will look like um but yeah I don't really know at this point to be honest I am doing a lot of worship leading that's kind of my my thing right now um I'm I'm on a couple different worship teams that I do occasionally. Um, I've been asked to lead worship for other things just by myself. And that's been really fun to do that. So it's been really fun to watch you grow in that role too. So I really enjoy it. So what is like, what is the ultimate goal? Like you're going after all of, with all this, is it, is it just to just release your gift into the world? Like, do you have aspirations of, singing on big stages, like what can we pray into for you? Oh, that's so kind of you to ask that. You know, I, I used to really set goals for myself. Um, and I think along this journey, I think with the Lord, he's really asked me to just release a lot Mm. of my expectations, both, I would say both aspects of like (laughs) my expectations of like huge things coming and also my expectations of not huge things, if that makes sense. Like I've limited myself in the past a lot. And that's been my biggest journey lately is, um, giving over to the Lord and just saying you do with this, whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. That's okay. Um, and I struggled for a long time, honestly, with feeling like that imposter syndrome. I've struggled with that my whole life. And I really limited myself um, with a lot of things and told myself a lot. I allowed myself to believe honestly, a lot of lies about who I was as a musician and as a person. Yeah. And I think in my walk with the Holy spirit, he's just been slowly stripping those things away. Um, so that's a really roundabout way to answer your question. I would just say, please just pray that whatever God wants to do, that that is what happens. Cause I don't necessarily know what it looks like at yeah. this point. I've released yeah. a lot of my expectations. Um, and I've just committed, like I said, committed myself to not limiting what he can do in me and through me. That's so good though. I mean, I think it's such a testament too of like really walking with the Holy spirit and the Lord is just like letting what we thought it should look like go. Yeah. And let him lead it. And I can really absolutely relate to all of that. So it's so good. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah, it really, it really is a process. That's for sure. So if someone wants to find your music, where can they find it? 
especially like the one song that I've listened to, which is Time Turns Slow. Now, let me be clear. I've heard Michaela sing a ton of times in worship, but this this song is the one that I, I'm referring to. But where can they find it? Yeah, um, both songs that I released are out on pretty much any platform. They're, they'll be on iTunes. I am a Spotify girl. Like I've got my Spotify premium account that I just love. <laughs> so I tend to go to Spotify looking for things so you can search me by name, Michaela Marks, and you should be able to find both of those songs. And then if you want to go in the Wayback Machine and even find some of my opera stuff, I'm on YouTube as well on Michaela Marks channel. That I definitely do want to check out. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, yeah. I want to thank you for coming on today and just sharing a little bit of your heart behind the song. If you guys, if you guys have a minute, go check it out. It is incredible and it's different from anything I've ever heard before. Um, kind of mixes a couple different genres together, but it comes together beautifully. So I love it. Thank you, Jen. Anything else you want to share before we head out? No, I'm just appreciating that you had me on and it was just so much fun to chat with you about all things music and motherhood and faith. It was fun. And I just got this from the Holy Spirit. Like, would you just release um, over anybody that's listening to this, like going after dreams and releasing expectations, but just that creative process with the Lord? Yeah, absolutely. Do you want me to pray that over them? Yes, please. Okay. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you are a God of creativity. And um, we just see your creativity in everything that you've created. And we thank you, Lord, that when we're connected to you, it just flows through us. And I just bless whoever is listening to this, maybe people who've been feeling a little bit bound up in their creativity. Lord, I just bless them with the ease of creativity, Lord, that you would just flow through them. And may they connect with your spirit in a way that they have never connected with your Holy Spirit before through that creativity. And would you just bless the work of their hands, Lord? We just thank you for all that you have done and all that you are doing. Mm, amen. 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 Thank you. And thank you guys thank for listening. Thank you so much, Jen. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you all for listening. We will get you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give me a five-star rating, write a quick review, and subscribe to the podcast. And share it with any of your family or friends that you feel like this episode could bless. It helps get the word out more than you know. Or if you know someone that's a hope dealer and has an incredible story that needs to be shared, go to my website at www.exaltedhealth.com forward slash podcast and fill out the podcast guest form. The world needs these stories of Jesus now more than ever. Or if you have a miracle or testimony of an incredible Jesus moment, you can go to our website and fill out the testimonial page for a chance to get a shout out on the podcast. We'll see you next time.